Scooch Cubs cave parties. Everybody's in for giving back to those in need. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400 Radio. All right. All right, guys, the most important person in Mesa is not Joe Madden. It's not Chris Bryant. It ain't Anthony Rizzo. It's Jason Peters at the Club 410, and we got him on the line right now. JP, what is going on, my friend? <laughs> That's quite the introduction. I don't know how you, many people think I, I'm that, that important at spring training. You know what, JP? Uh, he's, he... JP, you are, go ahead. Earlier when he was practicing that line, he was using like Brian Dunsing and <laughs> Jason Grimm, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah, I might have more friends than Brian Dunsing out there, but I don't know about I don't know about Chris Bryant. <laughs> Stu's got his autograph. <laughs> Dude's got everybody's autograph. The hardest thing for me when I get to spring to go when I go to spring training is finding where the hell JP's at because I've been out there six years and he lived in six different places. Wow. <laughs> you're, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably uh, a reason. <laughs> you're clear. Close. You're close. I think Maybe I'm, he doesn't want fourth place Dude, my GPS has six JP's house. Uh, that's funny. Maybe he doesn't want you to find them. I don't, you know, yeah, it's, it's got to be difficult when you're shipping your stuff down here uh, via Amazon <laughs> for spring training. You probably have like four different addresses for me in Arizona, don't you? <laughs> no, I do. That's a, it's true. It's that's totally, awesome. yeah. So well, it's, that, that's funny, though, because so, you know, you got to figure shit out, you know, when you, when you move to a new place. And uh, obviously what I did when I moved to Arizona was, you know, I wanted to be close to my new job that I was moving here for. And secondly or or maybe more importantly i wanted to live close to sloan park so the first place i moved to was about 15 minutes away <laughs> from sloan you know um and then uh you know i got to know the area and, and where i wanted to live and stuff so i, I rented for a while um and uh just just kind of got a feel for the area and what, what the good place a good place to live was and now i'm a little bit further out but I think it's a really cool area of Arizona. South Chandler, it's awesome. So JP is going to be rep representing Club 400 at the 10 almost every game this season. He's going to miss a couple probably here and there, but we'll announce the ones he's going to miss. But, uh, yeah, JP, tell us about what spring training means to you. Obviously, I know you rearrange your work schedule to go to as many games as possible, and you're out there uh, at the beginning, and you're one of the last ones to leave. Man, what's it mean to you to go to spring training? Well, it's awesome. It's like um, – <laughs> I feel like tonight because so tonight's like like Christmas Eve for me because uh, there's you know the first spring training game is tomorrow so I'm totally pumped up I spent all day like packing stuff in you know in the coolers and the bins all the stuff for the tailgate because the tailgates is the best you know tailgating that's the thing about the what would make spring training I think really cool um, in Arizona um, uh, other than the, the beautiful weather and baseball starting and when you go to a game at Wrigley Field, um, you know, there's no tailgate. You hang out at the bars, right? Um, but when you when you go to a game, uh, when you go to spring training, you go to Sloan Park to watch the Cubs, you can tailgate there. So um, so I'm, I'm, I'm totally pumped. I spent all day 
um, preparing for that. It's a lot of work, man. That's the thing. Like what you do is a lot of work. And tell us about your, yeah, I think you started a couple of years ago, but your latest project, man, at, uh, I mean, you have a specialty at, at your tailgate every, every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I'm, I think I'm the only guy uh, at, at spring training that does, uh, you know, in, in the tailgating uh, world. I, I think I'm the only guy that, that cooks pizzas at the tailgate. So, um, last year, um, before, before spring training, I was like, you know, I, I was getting ready for it and everything. I'm like, what, what could I do? You know, I want to invest in my tailgate. I want to make it cool. And, and I love pizza, you know, who doesn't love pizza? And I'm like, I want to search for like, I want to see if there's a, like a, a portable pizza oven for tailgating, you know? Um, so I, I, I did some searching and of course, like, you know, I'm, I'm looking on Amazon and I find this, uh, this, this portable pizza oven that runs on propane and it's called the, the pizza Q and it had really good reviews and uh, you know, it looked really cool. So I'm like, I got to check this thing out, you know? So, um, so, so I went ahead and bought it. And um, I, at the time, like when I first got it, you know, it was about three months before spring training. Cause I wanted to give my myself time to like practice and stuff. So, um, so I was, I, I bought it and I, I had it out on my patio and I was doing, um, you know, I was, I was taking like frozen pizzas and working with that. And, um, basically it was trial and error and, uh, long story short, um, I finally got this to story is very long already, JP. Not <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I got, to a pla- I got to a place where I felt pretty comfortable. Uh, you know, um, you know, I was like, this is a pretty good product, you know? So, uh, so yeah, I mean. I got the pizza oven out there, and um, I'm rocking, putting pizzas out, man. Everybody loves them, dude. I mean, that's what I'm so happy about. Like, not a lot of even when I go to Bears games, man. I'm like, anybody who's cooking pizza, pizza? they automatically got my respect, JP. And like, you're cooking. We're we're, it's Club 400 Pizza, man. That's what it is. You guys got to stop by, and you got to grab a slice, and you got to get grab one of our 400 free beers that JP and his partner Melanie. We'll hand you, gladly hand you. And we got uh, beer koozies also we're handing out. JP, are you ready to hand out 400 beers? That's my question, I guess. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I got to be because you put it out there. I mean, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Say no? I, JP, I, I, I know he's going to be, before I walk, I walk get back on the plane, he's going to put his hand out and say, yeah, where's the money for this beer, man? You know? There is a Club 400 <laughs> corporate company. Yeah, no shit. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because. I went to the you know, the store today to get ready for, for tomorrow, and uh, I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to buy a couple 30-packs. I'm like, wait a minute. He said 400 beers. What if, like, there's a line outside the tent when I get there? <laughs> so I had, to, like, I had to roll out with, like, 10 30-packs, you know, because I don't know what I'm going to get tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Dude, I, I'm going to owe you some money. That's for sure. You know, yeah, this is like college well, with push light. Or no, what are you, you talking about? What you don't owe me anything. You've done a, You've done a lot for me and well, everybody else. Well, don't dude, I will that. tell you this, like JP, right? Whenever I went down and visit JP, it's one light down there. That's all that's there's Miller. You can't even find another light down there, right, JP? It's a Bud Light well, territory. Yeah, I, I don't know why you'd want to. I mean, being a Cub fan and a Bud man my whole life, uh, I don't I don't Miller Light. I don't know why you'd want that, but. No, I don't see it very often, and um, and I, I I don't look for it, so maybe that's why. But no, Bud Light's where it's at, buddy. It's Bud Light down in uh, Mesa, Arizona. Okay, guys, not Club 400 beer, which is coming out soon, which is another show. But I mean, we have to import that stuff out there. So, uh, 
So, JP, yeah. talk about, like, the parking spot. Me and JP always have at least two to three conversations about the parking spot because the parking spot is key where we are at. So tell them about where we yeah. park. Yeah, we we park. Our tailgate spot is prime. So um, there's basically we park um, on a pathway between the Under Armour Performance Center where the players, the locker rooms are at and where they train and everything. And then the path is, you know, they walk down that path to go into the stadium. And our tailgate spot is it butts right up against that that path where they walk by or they take golf carts. Right. They, they cruise by on golf carts. But it's a killer spot. And um, there's only so that's the red lot. It's considered that parking lot there. And it's all grass um, in between the Under Armour Performance Center and the stadium. And um, we get there early because you know, that front row is, is the row that, that butts up against that park or that, uh, that, that walking path there. So um, you got to get there early and get that front row and and then you can um, set up shop right there. Which and, is what um, time you can get in the parking lot at nine o'clock, right? Four hours yeah, before you, the game. You, you, yeah. That's right. You can get there at nine, but we get there a little bit earlier than that um, and just get ready to go because uh, we've got kind of uh, uh, our, our spots are, are basically reserved, even though we're not, they're not uh, because of the, the group that's been going there from the beginning. So um, like we're like the first, like it, from the stadium, um, th- like the guys that go there all the time, we're like uh, the club 400 tent is like the fourth tent from the front. And the, of course the, the very first um, spot is, is this, the Sloan family, right? So they've got dibs on that first spot there. I think they've got a couple spots reserved for them. And then, and then it's, it's us regulars. And then we, we all kind of like, if, if one of us is going to be running a little bit late, we save the spot for, for them or whatever. So, um, but yeah, we're right. We're, we're, uh, you know, shit, we're, we're 300 feet from the front, from the front gate there. Yeah. Uh, and like, spot. there's about eight cars in a row, all friends, all there almost every single day. It's like a little family and it's, it's just awesome, awesome man. man. So, um, yeah. So JP 400 beers, slices of pizza, Stop on by the tents. Any advice for a rookie, JP? Oh, oh man. Uh, Not that I know of one, but. Hey, by uh, the way, JP is from Wonder Lake, Illinois, so I want to give it out to Wonder Tucky right now. All right. Oh, yeah. Laker for life. But let me tell you something, William, because you're, you're coming out for the first time this year, right? I am. For about six hours, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it never ends. Never ends. I, I, I mean, it's, I guess it's just like any other Club 400, my, uh, Club 400 event. My advice would be be ready to drink a lot. But re- remember, you're starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, and the game doesn't end until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Um, and then you got to go do something after that, typically. So um, just uh, It's all pace about yourself. pace. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And the best thing it about being marathon. with JP is you always got leftover pizza, man. Yeah. It's always in the uh, fridge. Well, that's the thing. Being in the Club 400 tent, um, we've perfected the pizzas, uh, and uh, we've perfected the parties. So if you're if you're in if you're in town, stop by the Club 400 tent, get yourself some pizza, get yourself some beer, and let's party. Let's do it. Thanks a lot, JP, for coming on, man. You're the best. Uh, without you, we wouldn't uh, have that. Uh, we've he always took care of me when I went out to, went out to spring training. Always gave me a place to stay. You know, we had more money to party with, JP. I always appreciated that. <laughs> uh, you're always welcome. And uh, if, if, if you're a member of the Club 400 family, you're always welcome. All right. We'll see you in a couple days. Let's get William really drunk. <laughs> All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye.
Oh my God! Look who just walked in the doors of Club Four Hundred. One of my best buddies of all best time. Best buddies. Best buddies. First time on the podcast. Exactly. Long time listener. Long time listener. First time podcast. He's actually <laughs> listening to Club Four Hundred Radio on his way to work That's every day. What I love about your friends. It, it, it brightens my morning. I gotta People tell you, Bob Cashin, Dave Stone. I'm sorry, but Club Four Hundred family. I gotta introduce you to one of my best buddies, Dave Do. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Dave, what's up, man? Thanks for stopping by tonight, dude. dude. I honestly, I didn't know what this day, where did this day was going to take me, and it, it brought me to Club Four Hundred. You're doing a podcast. It's it's unbelievable to be here, man. Seriously. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Me and Dave go back a very long time ago, back to the days of Northern Illinois University. Oh boy, man, yeah. those were the days. I don't remember much of those days, but there was a lot of bush light and, and Bud and, Dry actually too. Stew Bud Light there. Ice, Bud oh, Light Ice. Yeah, oh, and the wine. Oh. I, Back in the day, I don't even know if uh, William and John know this, but we made homemade wine, and it was it was awesome. We weren't fancy boys; we drank it out of mugs. Yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, I'll tell you what. My dad actually got into homemade wine making, and he had an unbelievable recipe. It was unbelievable, and we we drank a lot of wine in college, man. Yeah, we were way ahead of the curve with the yeah. most people. You know? We uh, we had I'm enough sure. red wine to last us our whole our whole lifetime. Actually, I'm yeah. sure that's what got you the ladies, right? Oh, yeah. Drinking wine. Dude, I Pinky's a- out. Pinky's out. <laughs> Dave used to live in the blue grays at Northern. I don't think they're the blue grays anymore, are they? No, nah, it's a more of a mauve color now. But yeah, no, they're still there, surprisingly, because they seem broken down back in the day. So uh, Dave has been a friend of mine forever, obviously, and uh, saw all my crazy Cub stuff. He's been a part of Club 400 since day one. Actually works at most of the events as a volunteer. I do. Him and his beautiful wife, Angela. Love you know, what do you think of this whole thing? Because one of the things, first things Stu said to me was, started this thing, didn't know what we were doing, raised money for somebody, and then it got bigger, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, my buddies from forever. Yeah, yeah. I knew this like, question was coming. I, I'm I gotta ready. I fucking pay to come in this basement. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I have a great story. So Stu and I were at the Gambler. Stu, I don't know if you remember this. We were at the Probably Gambler. Probably not. We're at the Gambler. This is a long time. You didn't even live here yet, but you had an idea what you wanted to do as far as your man cave. And you sketched it out on a napkin. I don't know. You don't remember this? We're sitting well, at the bar. I, I kind of do. He <laughs> sketched, Only because I used to sketch it out If anybody has that <laughs> napkin, we're buying. Yes. So. I, it should be framed somewhere, but probably has, you know, snot or phlegm in there and in That's the garbage. Right. But he sketched out this whole idea of what he wanted to do for a man cave. And, you know, the cub theme was never there, but... Knowing Stu and his passion for the Cubs, I knew eventually it would be something, but not this. So to answer your question, this blows my mind. I mean, he was even talking about when he did move in here and he started to, you know, really get serious about the basement, what he wanted to look like. He's like, yeah, man, y'all have kids. There'll be like a little nursery area down there and you can bring your kids over. And no, no, that never happened. (laughs) Good try. Yeah, yeah, but no, I you know Stu does host uh, March Madness almost every year, and it's great. But this became a lot bigger. I'm proud of what you did, man. What you're doing, what you've done—it's amazing. Over three hundred thousand dollars for charity. I mean, I got people at work that know who you are, and then they watch the thing on Netflix. Just know who you are from me telling you, and then they watch that Netflix show, and they're like, "Whoa, wait." It's the guy on Netflix. Like, yeah. I, I suddenly Dave's in the office. He's famous. <laughs> he like, I know that the guy, guy from Netflix. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of a big deal because I know Stu. 
<laughs> well, yeah, dude, you've been here since day one when I un- unveiled it in 2000. There's a video out there yeah. uh, somewhere of you filming your really good friends the first time you really opened. We're not allowed down here. During the construction for, what, two years? I didn't know the bar was going to be in the shape of the Cubs logo. And actually, I didn't even realize that. I was here five times before I realized that the bar was the shape of the Cubs logo or the C hmm. or whatever. It was, it's just truly amazing what you've done. Yeah, there. now these guys are ripping me on me all the time. I mean, uh, every time we got to come over, we got to spend 100 bucks. Well, yeah, but that's why the volunteer thing is very, very helpful on the pocketbook. So, yeah, yeah. so Dave's always been a big help at all our events. Make sure when you come over, you say hi to him. And uh, Dave, Discover card. Make sure you sign up for Discover card. Pays to Discover. Stu does accept the card, which makes me very proud. That's my job. So, thank you, Stu. For- yeah, pay for all your auction items with your Discover, with your card. Discover yeah. card. Yes. Anything else, Stu? Come on. What no, I mean, I just I, when I hear, well, I've been listening to the podcast a lot over the past few weeks, and. You said recently that you raised over $300,000. And in my mind, that seems like impossible. But you've done it, and it's amazing. And I know you're not going to stop till you hit a million, but let's be realistic. You're never going to stop, dude. <laughs> It'll hit a million, and then you're going to keep on going. That's this is starts, your passion. That's when he starts bringing people back. First, second, yeah, yeah. third time. We're already doing that. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah well, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me on, yeah. man. It's and, uh, truly a pleasure. Dude will be sitting in on our episode of Captain Cubble. He's going to introduce Captain Cubble. So be Captain ready Cubble, for that, yeah, all right? It's going to be huge. Thanks, dude. All right. Thanks.
So I pray, I pray every day I do embrace how to make Looking for culture, I got but not here for Jamaica Pushing and shaking the structure, bringing down a Babylon Here in the circle to make it hard for the brown The hard pull apart, I need it now More than ever now, who's sitting on my freedom oppressor People beat her, a piece of the pick We picked a piece of the land we're serving now Reparation, a piece of the nation, damn, we got the nerve Another nigga they say and classify, we want too much My people plus the nine is mine, don't think I even Now, there will be the day we know who's down and who will be. 